The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. Hip, hip, hooray, let's give a cheer. It's 9 a.m., the signal's clear. Our favorite host is in the chair. The Truman Show is on the air. It's the Truman Show with Truman Jones. A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. The Truman Show is on the air. The Truman Show is on the air. Now from Adams Place on Memorial Boulevard, it's the Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. Here's Truman Jones. Good morning, Rutherford County. Absolutely gorgeous this morning. Have two lovely ladies in here today, and uh, Marie Littrell from, well, you said it's probably an Irish name, which is very unusual because it sounds like uh, just one of the, uh, I guess, literal is uh, is one of my favorite uh, words that I use a lot. Marie, but um, you are in one of the more important places anyone can be at in Rutherford County, and that's assisted living over at Adams Place, and you're over that particular department, and you can look at it as either a blessing or a pretty tough job because you're dealing with special people who have special problems and you want to make their lives better and adam's place is you you couldn't pick a better place to be at so kind of give me a little bit of your background yeah you told me earlier you're from jackson mississippi that's right yeah which is way down uh south of here Mm -hmm. true southern girl yeah but you don't seem to have a mississippi um draw i guess it is mm-hmm. i always think of mississippi as maybe more southern than we are we're kind of in between here in tennessee yeah well you know i grew up in the big city in mississippi jackson was is the capital uh-huh. so i'm a city girl from mississippi but um i originally went to school at ut and and i thought those ut Good east tennessee you. people uh had had a much more southern accent than i did uh no no way (laughs) you 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 need to play this back after the show and listen to your voice you do have a a a southern accent which which i absolutely love well i've lived in tennessee uh i would say two-thirds of my life so i've lived in tennessee longer than i was in mississippi now so yeah yeah what made you decide to stay here um, well, I went to UT and I and I got met somebody and got married that was from Nashville. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. You actually pronounced Nashville right. <laughs> Most people say Nashville. <laughs> hey, us Southern people, we know how to speak Southern. <laughs> That's right. All right. How did you end up over here at Adams Place? Because uh, I think <clears throat> Adams Place really reaches out at a different level than most places i agree it's it's got a great reputation and i'm uh, proud to be a part of it for sure yeah um but um i did go to mtsu and and got a degree in social work and gerontology mm-hmm. um i knew i wanted to work with uh 
older folks. I felt like that was where my calling was. So um, I've worked in uh, long-term care in one form or another since 1998 um, when I graduated from uh, MTSU. I went, I was kind of a late bloomer. I was a stay-at-home mom at first. Yeah. So, um Anyway, I've been working as a director of an assisted living since 2004, and when um, the cur- the director that they had for 10 years, Ann Clark, was moving away, mm-hmm. um, they came and approached me to see if I was interested in coming over here. What What are the special things that uh, Adams Place offers in assisted living? Because um, it, it's not just one of these places that you just off the cuff are going to select people uh, when they're looking to place their loved ones in assisted living they're looking for something special and people who really care about the people they're uh, putting in uh, assisted living right well i think their their experience and their reputation um go a long way they've been open since 1998 in murfreesboro Mm -hmm. and um they've built an excellent reputation over the years and um, so, you know, there's a lot of new places moving into Murfreesboro that um, don't have the longevity and the experience that Adams Place has. So mm-hmm. um, they've just, they've really built a good reputation. They have a lot of experience and they have the rehab center and the healthcare center that are attached to it. So it's just kind of a one-stop shop for anyone needing any kind of help as they get older. Mm-hmm. Um, when when say people are in one of the hospitals around here um is is this the place that a lot of them will look forward to maybe putting them in a place where they're going to get the best care for whatever problem they have i definitely believe it is um you know a lot of times people coming from the hospital you know the first thing they need is is rehabilitation yeah and the the rehab center we have here um is definitely everyone's first choice coming from the hospital. Um, A lot of the people that work in our rehab have worked there the entire time. They have, you know, 20 years of experience. And um, I think people just have great confidence that they're going to get the best care and um, they're going to do the best job of getting them back on their feet and and back home or back to or to assisted living or wherever it is they need to um, be safe and have their needs met. Being the director, it means you're pretty much covering everything back there. Um, how do you manage that? I, I, it, it to me, it, it's not the least difficult job that one could have, because you want them to be cared for by the people that you feel like that maybe they can connect better with. I would think. Right. Well, it is a big job, and. Um, I always uh, tell people I am uh, excellent at, at multitasking, <laughs> and I work really well under pressure. But it's a, it's an honor and a privilege to get to work in a place like Adams Place and to get to take care of other people's family members. Um, you know, people often come to us at a time when they're struggling and they've mm-hmm. had a crisis and they don't know what to do. So um, I spend a lot of time educating the families and helping them make the right decision for their family member. And and it's uh, very rewarding to be able to help help make things better for someone who has been struggling. Mm-hmm. And then to see them, they really thrive in assisted living um, once they get adjusted and uh, get settled in. Um, 
So um, it's great to be able to help families with their their you know their parents or their yeah. grandparents um, at a time when uh, they've had a lot of struggles. It's yeah. not just dealing with the patient, but dealing with the family too. That's right. Because you have to you have to have them feel comfortable where they are mm -hmm. because just the least uh, bit of problem uh, will reach them probably a whole lot quicker than the, the patients that are in here. I, am I using the right term for patients? We, we call them residents. Okay. Because assisted living is more of a residential model. Yeah. Um, they have their own apartment and bring their own furniture and set it up and you know we you know make it like their home as much as possible but yet mm -hmm. there's kind of a built-in support system and a safety net of nurses and resident assistants to help them mm -hmm. so a lot of times when people come to assisted living um, maybe they haven't been taking their medicines correctly and maybe they're not eating well mm -hmm. you know in their home um, isolated. It's just not safe and secure for them at home because of some of those reasons. And so maybe they're fa falling a lot. And so when they come to assisted living and we have nursing oversight to make sure they're getting their medicines properly and we feed them three good meals a day. And that's one of the big perks at Adam's Place. The food is delicious and everybody mm -hmm. likes the food. And then they just have, they have independence with a built-in support system. Yeah. So it's important that we uh, earn the family's trust. You were talking about the families. Um, you know, it's, it's hard to bring your mother or grandmother to a place and say, here, you take care of her now. So it's really important that we listen to the families and um, learn about that particular resident and, and earn their trust and make sure they know we're paying attention and we're going to do the right thing for their family member. When you said that earlier, they... It's important for the family themselves to to have a comfortable time with with their loved one, whoever it could be, even be a spouse or right. someone like that. Mm -hmm. So, do do they get to dine with, uh, um, say, their moms or dads, or and, and enjoy their, um, uh, you know, the the t togetherness? You, you know, uh, we've got. Um, Thanksgiving coming up. Right. So uh, I'm sure that a lot of them will want to be with uh, maybe their daughter or son or whatever. How do you work that out? Well, in the past, prior to when we had our lovely COVID virus come and haunt us all, um, yeah. we used to have a big Thanksgiving buffet, and the families would be invited to come and eat with their resident. Mm -hmm. um, we're still not able to do that again. Hopefully, we will be able to next year. But um, we do serve the residents a special Thanksgiving meal. Mm -hmm. um, we do have a Magnolia dining room where um, if the family wants to come and have lunch or dinner with their uh, family member on any given day, they have, we have a special dining room where they can go and have lunch or dinner with them. But mm -hmm. I would imagine quite a few of our residents will, will get picked up by their family and go home for Thanksgiving. Oh, that'd be and, nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, that, that's good for everybody. It is. Yeah. Now, you, you probably are going to have Thanksgiving at home, right? Yes, sir. To, mm -hmm. um, you, you, I presume you live right here in Murphy. I do. Right? Mm -hmm. So, um, how many is going to be there? See, uh, Thanksgiving is our big day. Uh, 
we used to be Thanksgiving and Christmas, but mo mostly it's Thanksgiving now. And we go over to my brother and, and sister-in-law's in Auburn town. And I guess there are probably, sometimes there's as many as 40 or 50 of us. Yeah. So it, it's a day that everybody wants to have a great uh, relationship with their family members. That's right. Well, uh, my husband and I are a blended family, and we have seven children between us and uh, 14 grandchildren and one on the way. But um, five of those seven children will be coming to our house on Thursday for Thanksgiving. So we won't have all of them. Well, um, who's doing the cooking? Um it's a joint effort. Um, my oh. Yeah, my husband and I'll do the the turkey and the dressing and the basic things, and then uh, three of the kids are bringing two dishes each. So that's a oh, a welcome uh, addition <laughs> that I don't have to cook everything. Yeah. Does Does everybody fall asleep in the floor like we used to? Not well. Not usually. We're we're so not. So you're gonna, not overeating then. Well, of course we're overeating. I think that's a given. <laughs> given on Thanksgiving, but and you, and you have a a ten casseroles and turkey and dressing. You're and you you're going to overeat. But um, yeah, we'll just you know maybe go for a walk or we're not having it until dinner time, not lunch time. So I'll be still busy preparing at nap time. You know. <laughs> Nap time is all day long for me. <laughs> Believe me, I just absolutely love it. We we got a caller on the line. Caller, welcome aboard. Hello, hi Truman, it's Bob. Hey Bob, how are you? I'm good. I got a qu uh, question. I'm curious about with your guest. Um, I'd like to ask her. Um, how, you, how large is your activity staff, and um, what is? Do they have activities on the evenings and weekends, and what are the gamut of those activities? And my second aspect to this is, um, do you have a memory loss unit? How many residents are on it, and do they have activities that are done on the unit? I'm just curious. That's about it. Okay. Thank you, Bob. Um, we do have an excellent um, activities staff. We have, there's a team of about one, two, three, four, about six to eight employees are working on the activities and so in assisted living we have two girls designated for assisted living and one in memory care have memory care we do have memory care and it has its own um, activity staff person we do have activities scheduled all during the day there are some evening activities and we do have uh, weekend activities as well mm -hmm. so there's always something fun going on for the residents to do if they want to they always have a choice they get a calendar of of what's happening each day and then they can pick and choose the things that they're interested in so we do a, quite a variety they usually do exercise in the morning and that's usually chair exercise and um then they often have a devotion you know there's a lot of bible study and devotional and things like that that's they, big for the older mm -hmm, people isn't it mm -hmm. we have different volunteers that come in on sunday and mm -hmm. and do church services with them um, but they play games and they make crafts and they make snacks and they have parties and they have entertainment and sometimes wine and cheese and happy hour. So I tell everybody we have Bible study and happy hour and everything in between those two things. So there, there's something for everybody. We have a lot of uh, folks that live there now that are enjoying playing cards. And um, 
we have bridge players and we have several levels of bridge players and then we have a group that is really been playing a lot of skip bow lately so what it, is that it's a it's like a uno type game oh okay. um but they are they're uh in there every day and sometimes late at night up playing cards i hear so uh yeah it depends on who is there and what they enjoy doing you know but but there's always something one thing i've noticed that uh we, we have another caller uh but i one thing i've noticed and that um Almost everybody who has memory problems, they're all different. You, you, uh, everybody says you, you kind of put them in the same uh, bowl, but that's not accurate. Because I, no. you know, you know I, my wife had it, and and you were talking about uh, a church. She loved going to church, and she loved singing. And no matter what what she had forgotten about the past. She could always recall the songs and That's sing right. the songs, That's right. which was unbelievable. Yeah, we have uh, had a lady that in our memory unit that mm -hmm. um, was a church pianist, mm -hmm. and um, while her memory had failed her in many ways, we let her move her piano into the memory care unit, and she would sit down and play hymns from memory, and the residents would gather around and sing the songs, the words from their from memory. So. Um, their short-term memory may have been failing them, but their yeah. long-term memory, they they remember those uh, words to Amazing Grace and things like that. They could oh, sing yeah. it every time. So, yeah, that was pretty special. All right, caller, welcome aboard with Marie. Uh, good morning, Marie. This good is morning. Joe, this is Joe Peoples. Hi, People. Joe Peoples. I hear it on the radio, and I like to broke my neck getting to it. <laughs> The father, say good morning to you. How are well, you? Good morning. I'm doing well. Hope you good. are. Good. Oh, I'm good. I'm good. And I just want to say good morning to you. I haven't talked to you in a while, and just have a great day. Well, you too. It's good to hear from you. That's good pretty special. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm. You got a you got a buddy there. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, tell me about Joe. Uh, I used to work at a, uh, another assisted living prior to Adam's place, and Joe uh, actually worked for me there. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. So you've yeah. known Joe a pretty mm -hmm. good while. Mm-hmm. Since 2004, nice. yes. I bet you you have a, a, a lot of great relationships uh, working here and other places. Yeah. I have... Uh, had the privilege to be a part of a lot of special people's lives for sure yeah mm -hmm. yeah uh now the you it's both physical and mental type of things that you're 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 working with over here and and um i know that uh when someone uh one of their loved ones uh, they no longer can uh, care for them and and they put them here there's kind of a, like a getting to know you type situation with every one of them, isn't it? Of course, yes. And, and and most of the time, it's it's kind of a letdown for the people who the residents who come in here because that they, they don't want to leave their home, they don't want to leave their family. Uh, it's so important for the family members. To continue that relationship with them here, isn't it? Because Absolutely. Yeah. It, it, it's um, 
it, it, it's almost like a a, a complete uh, letdown to them because I think they kind of feel like that from what I have seen, they feel like that all of a sudden they're no longer part of the family anymore. I have seen that in in other places where uh, they almost just quit living. They they will yeah. sit in a, a lounge chair or whatever, and they don't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. Well, that typically doesn't happen at assisted living. I mean, I'll agree nobody is... Um, just can't wait for the day when they need to come to assisted living. You know, yeah. everybody wants to stay home as long as possible, and I understand that. But yeah. when it gets to be so hard and such a struggle, and they come to assisted living, I think instead of um, the hardest part is making the decision and getting them there. Once they get there, they really do thrive in that environment, and they and that's up to you and your and, staff. And they typically really, you know, love it once they yeah. get adjusted. So instead of a let down i feel like it's more of a relief for the family and even the resident because the the resident perhaps they were feeling like a burden to their family and now they feel like they've got a little more independence they have their own support system and it's not the family's responsibility to make sure they're taking their medicines or eating correctly and so and the family can go home and you know the goal is that they're able to go home and put their head on the pillow at night and not worry about what's going on with their family member who they were previously so worried about because of, you know, whatever was happening. They can rest assured that there's someone there to help them Mm -hmm. when they need help. So um, we try to help them help frame it as what are they gaining instead of what are they losing? Yeah. I mean, it's hard to leave a home that maybe they've lived in, you know, 40 years or more and come to a a one-bedroom apartment or a studio apartment and and just bring a small amount of their belongings but once they get settled and um you know we want it to feel like their home and and i think they feel safe and secure and they have friends so you know maybe at home they were isolated and in assisted living they have peers they have friends they have people to eat with they make friends with the staff and the other residents and uh people to visit with and gossip with or whatever they do you know but they their focus is not just sitting at home and um worrying about their own worries you know they have things to do, look forward to every day and um and help with the things that have been previously you know quite difficult for them that's why it's important yeah. to make that decision to go to the right place right. isn't it right have another caller on the line caller <laughs> welcome aboard with murray well yes. um Thank you. You know, um, I'm a a pianist, and just and getting to play for 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 you know the great repertoire for those those who 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 are are elderly is just such a a great experience with with composers like Bach and Bartok. And Beethoven and Bellini and Berlioz and Bizet and Brahms and Britton and Bruckner and Byrd and Chopin and Copland and Corelli and Couperin and Debussy and Josquin Dupre and Don Mizetti and Dvorak and Elgar and uh, Foray, and Frank, 
and Gershwin. through the alphabet. And, <laughs> and Grieg and Handel and Haydn and Jonachek and Kachatorian and Liszt and Lilly and Mahler and Mendelssohn and Messiaen and Monteverdi and Mozart and Mussorgsky and Nielsen and Paganini and Palestrina and Poulenc and Prokofiev and Puccini and Purcell and Rachmaninoff and Rameau and Ravel and Rimsky-Korsakov and Rossini and Saint-Saëns and Scarlatti and Schubert and Are yes. You, are you still there? Oh yes. I think yes. We... Um, yes. And um, Stravinsky and Tchaikovsky and Telemann and Verdi and Vivaldi and Wagner and and Saint-Saëns and Strauss. And Justin, so, so many. Can I keep keep going? Uh, no. Do you have anything to ask our guest? Um. Yes. Um. Who? Um. What? Um. Composers would they? 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 Recommend for 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 a a a a a typical concert at at uh, at 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 Adams Place. You, you know, you know, just a few that 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 come to mind are John Adams and Agricola and Al, and Albanese. No, and no, Al no. Uh, they don't. They don't. Um, they they uh, enjoy. Almost anything, any type of music, or um, it, and it doesn't even have to be classical music. Uh, the ones here, of course, a lot of them love uh, the um, songs that they have sung and heard in church and things like that. But uh, they pretty much run all the way across the board. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with you. <laughs> From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Hi, I'm Larry Castelli, and I love living at Adams Place. I do exercise. I go three times a week. I go to stretch and balance, always conscious of your needs. It's not that someone is telling you what to do, it's they're looking out for you. It's a good workout. And what about the food? Oh, give me a break. <laughs> There's so much food here, you can, you know, I would highly recommend Adam's Place. Hey, it's Men's Health Month. 
So be sure to get all your levels tested with a comprehensive annual health assessment at Low T Center. They'll check all your levels, not just your testosterone levels. Low T Center exclusively specializes in men's wellness. If you've been feeling tired, grumpy, notice weight gain and loss of muscle mass, these could all be signs of low testosterone levels, low thyroid, or even sleep apnea. Low T Center can determine the cause and help. And now, Low T Center offers the convenience of monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for only $155 a month for self-pay or covered by most health insurance. And they can ship directly to your home. Uh, let me say again, it's only $155 a month for monitored self-inject treatments, and they ship directly to you. At Low T Center, most insurance is accepted. Be sure to book your appointment online right now at LowTCenter.com. That's LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Here at Bud's Tire, we make buying Michelin tires simpler. I'm Allison Mitchell with Bud's Tire Pros. We offer a straightforward approach to service, including nationwide warranties with every purchase. Stop in today to see our full lineup of Michelin and BF Goodrich tires. For whatever you drive, Michelin and BF Goodrich have a tire to fit any need. Bud's Tire Pros, hassle-free, guaranteed. We're located on East Main Street, exactly three miles from the town square, one mile past Rutherford Boulevard. Visit us online at BudsTireProsTN.com. Now, an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. Governor Bill Lee says he's joined by 14 fellow governors calling on the president to join them in Operation Open Road. The governors want what they consider burdensome regulations on the trucking industry to be suspended to open up the supply chain and get products moving quicker. The letter to the president says as government officials, their job is not only to maintain the standards of living for citizens, but to improve it. Getting goods to market is a fundamental baseline of an open economy. MTSU Vice President Joe Bales was elected president of the American Shorthorn Association at its annual meeting in Kansas City. Bales will serve alongside eight other board members from across the nation. He was first elected to serve on the board of directors in 2017. Rutherford County Fire and Rescue offering some Thanksgiving holiday safety tips ahead of this week's festivities. Fire Marshal Joshua Sanders says most Thanksgiving fires are caused by unattended cooking. Sanders says there are 10 tips that can be implemented while preparing for your Turkey Day feast, including making sure kids stay away from hot food and liquids. The steam or splash from the vegetables, gravy, or coffee could cause serious burns. The full list is on our website, wgnsradio.com. The MTSU School of Music students, their professor, and a special guest will blend their voices in concert with an orchestra to help usher in the winter holiday season with George Frederick Handel's Messiah, Tuesday, November 30th. The performance, led by the MTSU Scola Cantorum and Middle Tennessee Choral Society, is scheduled for 7 p.m. at Murfreesboro's First United Methodist Church on West Thompson Lane. Tickets are available through a link on our website, wgnsradio.com. I'm Ron Jordan reporting. The Good Neighbor Network, on air and online at WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's most trusted source for local news. Fourth and goal from the one. It's make or break. The game is on the line. Who wants it more? These are the moments that can define a season. The roar of the crowd builds with anticipation. And then... Into the end zone. Touchdown! Hear all the defining moments right here. This is the voice of the Blue Raiders, Chip Walters, on Rutherford County's home for MTSU sports, WGNS Talk Radio. 
WGNS is growing to better serve North Rutherford County. Starting January 1st on our 75th anniversary, you can hear WGNS in Smyrna on FM 100.5. If you listen in Murfreesboro, listen on FM 101.9. And of course, you can hear WGNS on AM 1450 and WGNSradio.com. We're expanding our coverage area to ensure that all 624 square miles of the county are covered. WGNS, the Good Neighbor Network. Good neighbor weather. Sunny for today. Highs will top out near 48 degrees. Winds north around 5 miles per hour. And then tonight, clear and lows drop to 26. I'm meteorologist Phil Jensko on News Radio WGNS. Right now it's 27. Premier 6 Theater on Broad and Jackson Heights, showing all of your favorite movies. Call their hotline, 896-4100, or go see a movie.com. Popcorn, pop fresh daily. Their movie hotline, 896-4100, or go see a movie.com. Premier 6 on Broad and Jackson Heights. From NHC's Adams Place, home of Premier Senior Living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSradio.com. 50, so that was a very sad. Thank uh... uh, Marie, and uh, off the air, we it, it's. The conversation seems to be different, but I was thinking as a person who has gotten older and I, I dread the day that I lose my independence. Every, I think everybody does because um, at, at my age, usually uh, one of the spouses is already gone and it's hard to live by yourself without hearing her voice and seeing her and touching her and, and, and those type things. It's not an easy life, but you still want to maintain your independence no matter what the situation is. And uh, that is um, one of the things that you have to solve when they come into assisted living, I presume. That is. And how do you make it a comfortable, enjoyable living place for the people who come in. Well, you know, you're right. People are resistant to coming because they want to keep their independence. But sometimes you have to make the best decision out of what choices you have. And um, so they, we, you know, make sure their apartment is uh, fixed up with their things and beautiful Mm -hmm. and, um, we just try to respect it as their home. Yeah. We, I think, some people fear that um, they're going to come in and they're they're going to lose control of their life completely. Mm-hmm. And we want them to maintain as much independence as they can have. So we we try to treat it as we're coming into their home every day to help them with the things they need. So we don't want to be the boss. We don't want to be the dictator of their life. We want them to. We want to. We try to do what we call person-centered care where we give them as many choices as they can have about how they conduct their day and their life under an umbrella of we've got to keep them safe. We've got to, you know, make sure they take their medicines and eat and, and, you know, uh, stay clean and wear clean clothes and things like that. But, you know, they should have as many choices as they can about 
about their lives. So just like if we were knocking on their door every morning at home and they had hired us to help them, we try to treat it the same way there. Like we're in your home. How can I help you today? What do you want me to do for you today? So, mm-hmm. you know, they have choices about when they get up and what they eat and when they go to bed and how they conduct their day. Some people don't want to do the group activity. Some people stay in their room and are on the computer or listen to music and, um, you know, they're free to come and go. They can go out um, mm-hmm. and out to eat and to church and to their families and things like that. So, um, you know, person-centered care where we give them options and choices on, on how they conduct their day and just try to be respectful of how they want to live their life and not be the dictator of their life just because they've moved into our place. What if, if you got someone here and maybe the family members um, don't have the time for them at home and then and they come here um do you have any advice for family members who just seem to be ignoring them once they're here um i i have seen that in other places when it happens and i just feel so sorry for the people that are in there because it's it's like they're cut off from their family mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and it's just not a it, it it really wears on them and then pretty soon like i said earlier they they kind of give up a little mm-hmm. bit mm-hmm. Uh, the family members probably still love them but sometimes um it, it it's just uh secondary into all the things that they have to do yeah for the most part, I would say we don't have a lot of that at Adams Place. Our families are pretty involved and pay attention and, and come and visit and make sure they have the things that they need. Um, there are some that maybe the family member lives out of state, you know, and mm-hmm. so we try to fill in the gap there um, and do, you know, and help with things as we can. You know, when people move in, um, I tell the families and the residents, I said, we're just an extended part of your family now. Mm-hmm. We feel like we're here um, like to make sure your family member is doing the best they can do at this age and stage of their life. So, you know, uh, communication is the key to all of that and, mm-hmm. and just open and honest and making sure we're all on the same page. And that can be a challenge sometimes. But, um, you know, if, if a family member is not available because of work or other obligations, then um, you know, I have some out of state and they email me and, and we coordinate what the resident needs. And, um, you know, we try to fill in that gap as best we can. Yeah. We feel like we become their family. Yeah. We, we feel like we become part of their family when they move in with us. Yeah. And I'm sure you probably, uh, listening to your reaction, they are a part of your family. They are. And that is, that's a pretty special thing. It is. It's very special. Everybody likes making new friends, and, and you guys become their new family and friends. Yep, that's right. And they just have a bigger family now when yeah. they come to us. Yeah. Yeah. And you yeah. make their lives fun. Yeah, we try to. They do have a lot of fun over there. Now, the the other uh, uh, people that are there uh, in in the residence back there in assisted living. 
do they have a lot of people that they see that are in the same condition they are and they become it becomes easier for their relationships because um kind of all of us we want to be around people that are more like us right yeah yeah and, and that makes it a little bit more palpable you might say I, I think so it's like i'm not alone in this i'm not the only one who had to you know come to assisted living and uh, they see other people that need need a little help and and it just makes it feel more like it, it's okay yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. oh well okay coming to adam's place uh where uh, you have kind of like condos in here mm-hmm. uh, when people say that they're um, no longer feel comfortable in their own homes and they're ready to go somewhere else and they come here and, and they've got everything that you need over here the library the swimming pools uh, 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 cards playing uh, mm-hmm. uh, people still like to play bridge they like to play bingo there's something going on all the time it's kind of like when you take a cruise ship somewhere it's 24 hours a day. They right. they have complete freedom over here, don't they? They that's right. They do. Yeah. And they can participate in the things that they enjoy and then they can do their own thing when they when they want to do that. So y- Yeah. Mm-hmm. But both sides they do have things that are for, like you said they've got a library on 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 both places right. mm-hmm. uh, they they have uh, their own workout back right. there mm-hmm. so they have everything mm-hmm. that they would need no matter where they were right yeah the assisted living has a fitness room we we, we just um uh, kind of revamped a fitness room in the assisted living this year and we have two brand new uh, new step machines which is a what they would uh, exercise on if they went to a rehab or something and they're a really um safe and excellent machine for uh, older folks to work out on kind of a recumbent machine and um we do have a library and the game room we have a beautiful outdoor courtyard so yeah outside walking spaces beautiful trees the leaves have been gorgeous so yeah we have a lot to offer and 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 not all of them are full-time a lot of people come here just because they've had surgery or whatever and they just have to rehab so you have mm-hmm. you cover all the bases from far yeah. as I can see. Yeah, in assisted living, um, we have what we call respite rooms. I have about four or five furnished rooms that um, sometimes when people go to rehab, they um, when their insurance says you know your discharge date is on this day, and maybe they don't feel like they're ready to go home on their own, they can come to our respite room in assisted living for about a month and where they still get meals and have nurses to check on them and they can continue with outpatient therapy or home health therapy to get a little stronger and better before they do go home. So um, it's a temporary, the rooms are furnished, that way they're not moving in permanently. They need to stay a month to uh, continue recuperating from, you know, whatever Uh, had landed them in the hospital to begin with so we do offer that as well which is a very um, nice thing because rehab you know they used to get to stay a couple months and now you know they might might stay four weeks you know the Mm -hmm. insurance companies don't approve it sometimes as long as they need it 
So it's nice they can come to a, a room in assisted living that's furnished and still get the help they need to get, until they're strong enough to go home. Insurance companies are a lot harder to deal with now than they yeah, used to be. Yeah, I think they have a little more control over things than we wish they did, for sure. Yeah. They have a monopoly on just about everything and whatever decision they need to make. Thank goodness that uh, 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 Medicare does take care of, of a lot of the yeah. problems that they have it back does. here. It does. No matter what Joe Namath says, the, the real Medicare <laughs> Real takes Medicare, care. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a whole other topic that, you know, and you do see commercials that, that I see commercials that concern me about. Uh, yeah, and I don't know how they get away with it. You've yeah. got, uh, they put these uh, Hollywood people or athletes mm -hmm. in there, and, and they're telling you things that uh, are, are not what you want to hear right you well really what i don't. tell people is uh if it sounds too good to be true it probably is yeah 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 so well, I <laughs> well he's an alabama boy i mean what can you expect <laughs> i have, have is there anything that you wanted to bring up because um you're the expert on it and you know everything that goes on back there uh, in assisted living and assisted living it, it would, is that the correct term? Because you are helping them and, uh, get over uh, whatever the uh, situation is with them. But um, in in a lot of ways, they have control of what they're doing it, for for the most part. There are, right. are some back there that yeah. don't. Yes. We, well, I mean, we have certainly different um, levels of people in assisted living. I mean, some people come because... They just don't want to keep up with the house anymore. You know, it's like yeah. who's going to mow the grass and who's going to clean the house and do I need a new roof and a, you know, heat and air unit. You know, they just don't want to fool with that anymore. Mm -hmm. And they don't want to cook anymore or they don't want to clean. So, you know, some people don't need the nursing oversight or someone to help them with a shower or getting dressed. They just want to come into an environment where they're safe and uh and they don't have to worry about the upkeep of their home anymore. Um, but but most people that come to assisted living, it's there's some reason why they're really not safe to live at home anymore. And um, a lot of times it is about taking medicines correctly or eating correctly and just being isolated in their home when they're not able to get out anymore does contribute to decline. Isolation is proven to contribute, you know, uh, people's decline. So when they just are really isolated and they come to a somewhere like assisted living, it really is an environment where um, they just flourish and thrive. And I've seen it over and over again over the years where they come in kind of not doing so great. And after they're there, they're doing fantastic and they're happy and their families can breathe a sigh of relief that they're somewhere where somebody's paying attention to them. And the family, you know, a lot of times the daughters have been the caregiver and it's just taken a toll on the relationship. And when they come to an assisted living, the daughter is no longer the 24 hour responsible caregiver. And she feels like she can just be the daughter again and come in and um, take mom out to lunch or take mom to church or take her to shopping to get some new shoes and not responsible for her meals and her medicines and her bath and all that kind of stuff so it can often improve relationships so 
it's yeah. a win-win situation. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's, it's, it's even better than most people realize because the relationships, uh, they uh, say the, a daughter or son or, or, or even a spouse, uh, they feel like that they can enjoy the relationship back with their loved one more that way, and, and you don't have all that pressure pushing down on him. But, right. Uh, um, in a lot of ways, it's a blessing to take care of them as long as you can. But things happen that uh, a lot of times Alzheimer, uh, uh, it's it's hard for them to even know who their spouse is anymore or their daughter or son and those type things. And, and it, it becomes a um, uh, a really hard relationship between mm -hmm. their loved one yeah it, but but to be able to uh see them smile when you come in the room visiting over here and maybe taking them out to dinner or something else it, it makes both of you a whole lot happier that's right they they may not you know in memory care sometimes you know they may not remember their family usually they do it recognize and know their family but um mm -hmm. you know i tell the family they may not know you but you know them yeah so it's still important to be present do, do, do you uh, enjoy watching the family members come in and all of a sudden they just they're all happy and beaming and mm -hmm. those type things yeah. it's got to be a special place for you to work yeah, and you gonna... know that you're making a difference in those lives yeah it's very um rewarding and fulfilling and i i feel like it's been it's an honor and a privilege to get to help people um, at a time when uh, maybe things have been difficult. And I really do think when people come to assisted living, if they will come, uh, when they start to see some warning signs or red flags that things are maybe not going so well at home, I think it's good preventive medicine to uh, keep them from further decline. And you know, hopefully we can keep them from needing a higher level of care when they're in a place where their needs are met. Um, a lot of times, you know, it, I, I think it helps prevent needing, you know, a nursing home level of care um, if they don't wait too long. Are, do you have the ability to say if somebody sees the problems, do, do, do you allow family members to come in and, and kind of uh, look around, see what, oh, yeah. mm -hmm. see the relationship between you and and the uh, people that are in assisted living and what the, the, the turnaround effect is for those particular ones who are having specific problems. Yeah. I mean, yes, uh, people call me all the time to get information and I schedule tours and show them around. And then we talk about their family member and what's going on and kind of figure out what their timeline is and you know what they need and when. And you know we kind of make a plan from there um on on how to proceed yep that's a that's a very positive thing for them isn't it and i, I uh, talking to you i think you would enjoy doing that uh, uh just giving uh, uh adam's place a, a, not only a pat on the back but give them the opportunity to see what they can do for their loved ones right that that 
it's going to be very difficult for any other place to match this. Yeah, I, I think it's important for people to come in and, and visit places and see for themselves. I mean, you can look at a website all day long, but uh, the true uh, test or, or, you know, the true way to know about a place is to come in and see what's going on and see the residents and see, you know, are they clean? Are they happy? Are they laughing? Are they having fun? And uh, they'll see that at Adam's place. Yeah. I bet this place is cleaner than my house <laughs> well i'm not saying anything when it comes to that i have a cleaning lady that comes in uh twice a month and and i'm not the easiest person to um get along with when it comes to things like that yeah right? i mean housekeeping is one of the things they enjoy a lot you know that uh, someone comes in to clean their room um yeah it's one of those things we're happy to give up <laughs> <laughs> do you have many readers I, for some reason mm -hmm. it just keeps coming back to me I, i'm sitting here we're in the library here right and uh i like to read but i'm gonna have to have my cataracts worked on in, next month so thank goodness i'll be able to read better again but older people they have um eyesight is one of the things right. that goes pretty quick mm -hmm, mm -hmm. well we do have a library and we also have the bookmobile that comes so i do have quite a few people that read and uh, we do get large print books in our library and uh, the bookmobile can bring those as well we also have audio books mm -hmm. for in our library for people who can't read anymore but enjoy reading um so yeah i do have a, in fact you know i just talked to a lady yesterday who said that's that's her favorite thing is just reading. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That that becomes a lot of people's lives as they get mm -hmm. older is right. reading. Uh, I've got a lot of friends that, that uh, they'd rather read than, than go out and enjoy the sun or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess we're right at the point of uh, finishing up, Marie, but um, are you sure we've covered everything that you wanted to cover today well i guess so i mean we didn't talk that much about memory care maybe we can talk about that another day but uh the memory care is a special place um yes for people with um a little more confusion and uh and uh we have a small memory care unit with 23 rooms that's um beautiful yeah mm -hmm. are we we're seeing more of that and uh i've had doctors or whatever tell me that uh People are living longer. Uh, they've enjoyed uh, their physical health longer. But I'm not too sure about that. It, it seems to be hitting earlier. I know uh, Jackie, um, some of the friends noticed it before I did. Uh, I know that she would get lost and, and be out in the car and, and want to be driving to Cookville. And I finally had to put one of those... Uh, things that would uh, on the car that would tell me exactly where that car was all the time and then finally the hardest thing to do as far as i'm concerned is to take a vehicle away from someone right well, that seems to be a bigger problem than anything else yeah and you have to learn to lie i mean i yes. told her that her car was stolen well we would drive down broad street and then all of a sudden, she'd see a car that was exactly like hers. That's my car. That's stolen. <laughs> turn around. Turn around. And we'd turn around, and I would I would follow along. 
you never want to argue with them. No. So uh, I, I would pull up it's, and I say, oh, no, hon, that's not yours. It, it's close, but it's not. Right. But, it's called joining them on their journey. Yeah. Because you can't, yeah, you can't reason with someone who's no longer reasonable. So. No, and you don't want to lie to them, but you don't have a choice. Right. So you're doing something for them instead right. of uh, against them. Yeah. Yeah, that was, we we could talk about memory care for 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 a month mm-hmm. because I became very uh, close to memory care during right. that period. But you always love them, and you want to uh, uh, make sure that that you still have a strong relationship. That's right. And in some ways, it's a blessing for you to take care of them. And I've heard people say it's hard on both, but. Um, if you've got the right attitude, uh, you still have a great relationship. Right. And, yep. and I think that's great. Glad to have you on, Marie. All right. Thanks for having me. Marie, Marie Literal. Right. Not literal. Right. All right. All right. <laughs> thank you, Marie. All right. Thank All you. All right, guys. We'll mm-hmm. see you in the morning at night. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com.